This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The Morning Drive, it is a basketball, baseball, and I probably should say track and field Friday. Uh, presented by Abundance Energy because uh, the Big 12 indoor track and field uh, meet is uh, this weekend over at the Sports Performance Center. This is uh, the second year in a row uh, for Texas Tech to host this thing. Uh, it's a massive uh, opportunity uh, for the Red Raiders to go back-to-back on the on the men's side in the, in the Big 12 and then for the women uh, to win one. And then Yeah, just- I'm not going to lie. If I could only pick two wins this weekend, It'd be the men and women winning the Big 12 Track and Field Championship this weekend. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and the economic uh, impact of all these teams, the other 13 coming in, you know, hotels and restaurants and team meals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Matters to me less than the Big 12 Championships, like holding up the trophy. <laughs> I, I I do understand that. I, I do understand that. I just was. I know the hotels are very happy, and, and just, that the restaurants are very happy, and that and the the parking lot attendants are very happy. The, all of that matters to me less than holding up the trophy. I was just going to comment on if you've seen a lot of these team buses in town. That's why they're here in town because the masses of our audience may not realize of what is going to be transpiring. So if they see a lot of thin clads out there, people running in jogging suits kind of getting warmed up for uh you know their various sprints i mean as good as the weather's going to be this weekend they could have this thing outdoor mm. over at the uh you know the track complex bit of a faux pas to have the indoor championship held <laughs> i know but it's, it's gonna be, be weird it's, it's just so nice though it's so nice that they could go ahead and you know send the i mean they've done all this work setting up this nice <laughs> facility getting it ready to go and getting all the extra seats in so everybody has to place to sit down and now you want to change the venue. Now I just was just offering a suggestion. Just said you could, but they're not going to. Uh, they'll have 11 events uh, today, six field events, including the pentathlon. Uh, tomorrow, six field events, along with the heptathlon, along with 20 running events. Uh, Tech will not have a multi-compete. I don't know what that means. Anyway, the bottom line is uh, the Tech men come in as the defending champion. Uh, both of the Texas Tech teams are ranked as the top Big 12 teams coming in. The men are the number two team in the country. Fell out of the top spot for the first time this this year on Monday in Monday's uh, Week 5 rankings. The women are at number five. Uh, some individuals have a chance to repeat as Big 12 champions. Caleb Dean in the 60-meter hurdles. That's got to be something to watch. Terrence Jones in the 60 meters. I mean, that takes like five seconds, maybe not even that. Maybe, yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe a little under five. And then Anne Susanna Foster Cata in the triple jump. Um, last year, Texas Tech had seven individual champions. Okay. So that's, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, big opportunity for uh, Coach Kitley and his, his track and field team and for people to go out and watch it. I mean, it's, 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 it's really cool to watch yeah, in person. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Re- these athletes are really impressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, just big-time competition uh, for everybody. So if it, if things get underway at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, and then tomorrow morning, uh, and then they'll conclude. So, uh, you know, good luck uh, to, uh, to the Harriers. 
Did you know that that's one of the one of the kind of the track kind of names that you can give to the whole on the running side, the Harriers or the Thin Clads? Harriers. Yeah. Never heard that. Never one. heard that one. Okay. I totally believe you, but I have never heard. Okay. It. Thin so clads. Thin clads. Yeah. Thin and clads. They're not including the throwers in that mix because those those folks aren't thin clads. No, no, no. Those those aren't those aren't those aren't thin clads. Some, no, no. Those are those some, those are not. Some muscle right there. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, I don't I don't suppose you saw this. I'm I'd, I'd be curious to to see what uh, Coach Kitley had to, had to think about this, but apparently. Uh, there's a controversial um, thing being floated within the track community that on the long jumps, they would eliminate foul jumps and by replacing the traditional takeoff board with a takeoff zone. Athletes are currently measured from the board to where they land in the pit. If they pass the board, it's considered a fault and the jump isn't counted. It's crazy. Uh, it's a, it, to me, it's a crazy thought. Um, this will not take place at the Paris Olympics, but basically what they're saying, athletes stepping over the front of the takeoff board um, would be, Carl Lewis said it's, a, it's laughable. He goes, you're supposed to wait until April 1st for April Fool's jokes. But basically it's, it would be a takeoff zone because of where, it would, where you would take off as opposed to where you would land. Doesn't that seem weird? So they would start measuring from where you took off, no matter where you took yeah, off? Yeah, I guess so. He and said, so there wouldn't be like a fear of someone going over the line. Over the line, right. What? Uh, I don't understand. Well, I, Carl Lewis didn't either. Yeah, people who are smarter than me and know track more than me are. Yeah. I, he said... That, I mean, that has to be part of it, right? Yeah. Timing your, your steps correctly. Mm-hmm. And, all of that and, and hitting your spot as close to the line as possible without going over the line, whatever, it has to all be a part of it. Right. That's That seems silly. Silly and stupid. Uh, Carl Lewis said... Are we, were we fearful of litigation? And I, that we, that's why we changed I, I, it? No, I, I, don't, I don't know if we were fearful of, uh, we of litig- litigation. Um, he said, athletes stepping over the front of the takeoff board, that doesn't work. It's a waste of time. That means every single jump counts. He also said this, um, I guess it supports what I've been saying, that the long jump is the most difficult event in track and field. That would just eliminate the most difficult skill from the event. Just make the basket larger for free throws because so many people miss them. Yeah, there you, you know. go. There you, you go. Know. He said the new idea will not work and will not improve distances. He said every person who has ever jumped over 29 feet is still alive. Maybe you should start asking them how they did it and stop trying to do everything else. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Somebody he, says this. He makes already comments is... about track way better than he sings the national anthem. No, no. I, you know, it's funny because I saw Carl Lewis commenting on it and immediately thought about his national anthem performance. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about singing the national anthem in front of the baseball team? <laughs> no? No, just the basketball team. Okay. Okay, just the basketball team. Yeah, I thought they would enjoy it more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it seems stupid. Um, 
One of the British long jumpers, Jasmine Sawyer, says, part of the skill is that you have to hit the board. If you remove that, it changes the event completely. Yeah, I agree with her. I don't think you'd be able to compare the old records to the new records. Yeah, this will get kiboshed. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Going to start in 1958. Five-time F1 World Drivers Champion. Juan Manuel Fangego, Fangio excuse me, is kidnapped by Cuban rebels from Fidel Castro's 26th of July movement. He would be released soon after the Cuban Grand Prix. So the question has to be asked, how far would you go to make sure that somebody didn't win a championship on your, on your turf? Well, we know how far they would go. Yes, we do. I thought you were going to tell them they cut off an ear, too. Nope. Nope. Released unharmed after the race. Okay. 1968, Wilt Chamberlain becomes the first NBAer to score 25,000 points. That would be in a career. If he did that in the game, that would be, like, you know, amazing. Be a record. 1985, goaltender Patrick Waugh, spelled Roy, but it said Waugh, uh, makes his NHL debut <laughs> for the Montreal Canadiens. It is. It's I know. Well. I know. We we it's spelled Roy. It's well documented. It's history. Of course, it's well documented. <laughs> you're you're especially surly this morning. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I was able to pick my shirt out this morning. So, 1988, <laughs> Chicago <Put> Cubs. <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Uh, excuse me. Chicago gives the Cubs the right to install lights and play up to 18 night games. Gee, shucky darn, isn't that awesome, folks? 18 night games. And the first one was rained out, right, Chuck? Yes, the first, first one, one was, was rained, rained out. out. Mm-hmm. 1995. See, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> 1995, Jason Sasser scores 32 and in 2019, I've got a double because the Texas Tech men's team wins their second Big 12 indoor track and field championship. High Point winner Divine Oduduru shares the honors of the men's side with 20 points. And also in 2019, same day, Jared Culver went for 26 points. Norin Sodiase had 13 points, and the number 14 Red Raiders uh, matched a program record by hitting 16 three-pointers in a 91-62 drumming of number 12, Kansas. That was a good day. Big 12 championship, and mm-hmm. you beat Kansas in basketball? Yeah. By almost 30. <laughs> seems, to be a th- seems to be a thing. It's, it's been tough for them to come down here and play. It is National Banana Bread Day. Oh, man, I'm a big fan of that. I am too, but I've never made it. It's not hard. It gets threatened to be made at my house. No, it's you know. definitely, it's, if it's hard, it's bad. It's soft. No, yeah. no but yeah. making it isn't hard. It, it's the getting the, the five or six day old bananas is the hardest part. You can just buy bananas and, and sit on them for a few days. No, the hardest. How is that a hard part? The hardest part. Not like you beforehand. <laughs> the hardest part is actually making it after you've declared after you've declared hey the bananas are really good for banana bread okay 
And then three days later, you're looking at those same bananas, and they're like, they're no eh, longer good for banana bread. Yeah, they're good for the trash. <laughs> that uh, sounded like a shot at the quote unquote <laughs> lucky lady. It wasn't a shot, it's just fact. <laughs> Hang on, I haven't hit this in a while. Oh, Laura. (laughs) Airing of dirty laundry. Today is a day of Festivus. Happy birthday to uh, Dakota Fanning, who's 30. Emily Blunt, 41. Andrew Wiggins, 29. Ed Tutal Jones, 73. I had just Ed Jones written down here. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, right. Didn't work. It had to be Ed Tutal. Frank uh, Blitnikoff is 81. Tom Osborne, Chuck's favorite, is 87. Yeah. And it's not his day, but it's his birthday. Bobby Bonilla is 61. Were you just trying to irritate Jamie, too, today? Because you know he hates the Bobby Bonilla day. Well, it's his birthday. I don't hate it. I just... He hates the celebration of it. No, it's like everybody wants to talk about it on that day. I mean, it's okay. It happened. It happened. It's over. It's moved on, right? I don't know. I just... I'm not as entertained by most about that. I mean... It's another dumb thing the Mets did. No, <laughs> put another check off on that. Mm-hmm. Shocker. And on this day in history, we have talked about wars. We have talked about death and destruction and murders and crimes and you name it. Do we have something positive today? Very seldom do we have something this positive across the entire world. 1954, mm-hmm. a group of children from Arsenal Elementary School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, received the very first injections of the new polio vaccine developed by Dr. Jones Salk. Thanks to this vaccine, by the 21st century, polio cases were reduced by 99% worldwide. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. And that is this day in sports history. Yeah, did... uh... I'm sure you guys are old enough to have gotten a polio shot, right, or no? I don't think. Do you have a little dent on your shoulder? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, It was was part of that vaccine package we had to have going into elementary school, if I remember correctly. Okay, maybe maybe so. I I don't know that they do that anymore. I don't know that the polio shot even has to be given anymore. Oh, okay. Because it's been all but eradicated. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I don't... I I mean, 99% worldwide, not U.S. Yeah, that's crazy. Not... You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? The high economic level countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Even the low th- economic. Uh, not first world, not first world, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we get this from the, uh, a tip here from the Yates Flooring Center chat line off the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Once the bananas start getting soft, peel them. And put them in a freezer Ziploc bag and put them in the freezer. I make banana nut muffins pretty frequently, especially when I'm going to see our grandkids. Uh, Apparently, I'm wrong. Uh, They still give polio vaccine in the United States. And somebody else said, I got the polio vaccine as well. Okay. Well, good. I I mean, no reason for it to come back. I mean, it's just a simple shot. Boom. Right? Mm hmm. But there is plenty of reason for the banana bread to come back. So put it in the freezer with bad bananas. Right. Turns into banana bread. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think it's way better with some. Oh, dent in the shoulder is smallpox. Okay. <laughs> Don't let the facts get in the rock. It was way of a good story. <laughs> I mean, I'm so buff, though. They tried. I dented the needle instead. You dented the needle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> 6.54 uh, this morning on the Morning Drive. Good morning. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. It is a basketball baseball Friday presented by Abundance Energy. We're talking sports with you this morning. Shocker, right? <laughs> the, the shocker is that we've actually been talking sports know, today as opposed to, you know, polio vaccines. Right. Well... We got into that too, and that that was actually yeah. pretty interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody—it's kind of uplifting. Somebody said this. Uh, my dad talks about the polio vaccine being a big deal back in the day when he was a kid. They were all scared of getting polio. Yeah. Um, lucky lady chimed in. She said, "When we were in school, polio vaccine was given via a sugar cube." I, I think that was the case for me as well. Really? Think, so you didn't have to get a shot. I think so. So dense in the shoulder. That's the smallpox thing. <laughs> you know, again, facts, story. So she heard that. us talking about polio. Well, you don't have to go. I'm just asking the question. She heard us talking about polio. Yes. 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 You don't have to dig any further back, okay? Did I say anything else? No. You just have a smirk on your mouth or face. Can anybody <laughs> other than you two see me? We can no. hear the smirk, Jeff. We can hear Everybody the smirk. out there can hear your smirk. Yeah. Somebody offered up a banana bread recipe on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Okay. That's nice of them. And then uh, offered up, you know, a little note in there that you can fill the muffin cups three quarters, two thirds full, and it makes 16 to 18 muffins. It's just a little handwritten note from somebody. Red if we Red had a competition. And we took that recipe and went to the house, the uh-huh. three of us, yeah, without the help of our significant others. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would come back? The three of us, who do you think would come back with the best banana muffins? Um, I, think, I mean, we're all using the same recipe. They should I all know, come back the same. I know, but there's, there's patience involved. <laughs> there's measuring involved. I think Jeff would blow I'd, us out. I, I do, too. <laughs> that, that was going to be my pick would, be, would have been Jeff. Uh, Red Raider 2 Guns says, what's Chuck's batting average today? LOL, then an LOL. You know, it's like uh, last night. I was, uh, we, were, uh, we were watching the Phenoms last night. And so I was picking up dinner, and I was at this place to pick up some burgers. And... Um, this woman came by to me and she she looked at me and she goes, "Are you going to yell at the officials here?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> Bill, Bill, it's five, Bill, Bill, come on, Bill, it's five. <laughs> Did you guys almost swerve off the road? No, but no, she thought it was funny. It was... You were entertained. No. Were you entertained? We were entertained. Okay, that's part of our job. <laughs> I agree with Jamie. Banana bread is way better with nuts. Yes. Okay. Yes, just like this show. Way better with nuts. Way better with nuts. God knows we got that. All right. Um, Texas Tech basketball. Bananas, crackers, and nuts even. There's what? Bananas, crackers, and nuts even. <laughs> this show. Yeah. Uh, Bananas, okay. crackers, mm. and nuts. Uh, this from the lucky lady. I'm selective on what I comment on. Sometimes I just shake my head. 
Okay, we'll leave that alone too. <laughs> All right. Um, Texas Tech basketball tomorrow. Red Raiders take on UCF. I mean, you just played them two weeks ago. And it was a dogfight. It was a dogfight. 66-59. Uh, Tech outscored them in the first half 31-25 and the second half 34-25. to They had three in double figures. Uh, Darius Johnson, Jalen Sellers, he's a really good player for him, can hit the three. He was four of six. And then C.J. Walker, he had 13. Uh, the Red Raiders. You think it's uh, J.J.'s brother? No. That would be dynamite <laughs> if he was. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Red Raiders had four in double figures. Darian Williams led the way. He had 13. Kerwin Walton had a good day from beyond the arc. He was uh, four of five. That's where his 12 points came from, obviously. Joe Toussaint was perfect from the free throw line, struggled shooting two of 10, had 11, and Warren Washington had a double-double, 10 points and 11 rebounds. And and that is the question of the day is, what is his status? I do not know. Yeah, you remember they were playing without their starting big in that game, and mm-hmm. they, they had some other guys in the interior really step up and play well. For them, it uh, just felt like uh, every answer you had, they just kept coming right back. and Physical. Yeah, made, made it a, a really good game. So um, you would assume that they're at, at full strength now, and uh, you don't know what you are. Right. That's obviously Warren Washington's a key, key guy on this Red Raider team, but you found a way to get it done on, on Tuesday without him. But although I don't think UCF is as good as TCU – uh, it's a road game. We all know how difficult those are in this conference. So um, I think that's, you know, uh, Warren Washington's health is question number one. And I think question number two is, can you get Pop Isaac shooting well again? Um, the numbers of late just haven't been very good for Pop. He's kind of in a slump, and you need him to find his way out of that slump, uh, whether it's just because he's struggling and, you know, kind of um, losing confidence in his shot or if he's banged up or if he's still not feeling well. I don't know. But you, you to, to win road games in this conference, you got to be, man, it, especially if you're playing without Warren Washington, you got you got to be able to uh, knock down shots. Yeah, he was 2 of 13 two weeks ago, 1 of 5 beyond the arc, did hit his uh, two free throws. You know, the other night his, his passing was really, really good. Um, he made a he made a couple of big plays down the stretch, but in this game uh, last time, uh, you out rebounded them. Tech did forty four to thirty seven, but they had one more point second chance than Tech did fifteen to fourteen, and then points in the paint they had two more than the Red Raiders thirty to twenty eight. And again, as you pointed out, they're playing without their big man, so um, you know that could be uh, could be a factor. Points off turnovers was a non factor. Uh, Tech turned it over 10 times. They had eight. They turned it over eight times, and Texas Tech had seven. So that, you know, it's funny because that has been such a big component on the women's side. Even the even the good teams, when they're playing the good teams, points off turnovers seems to be a big, a big number. Points off turnovers on the men's side, at least for Tech, in terms of what you've given up, Obviously, because you haven't turned the ball over very much, but it doesn't seem to be as prevalent in the men's game. That's just my 30,000-foot view of it without diving into specific numbers. Okay. 
just that's just what it seems. It's just what it seems to me. So I don't know if they're taking care of the ball better or if it's just, you know, not as if you're scoring faster on the men's side than the women's side. I don't, I don't know. It's just just that's what just again, that just kind of strikes me as a stat that I haven't seen as big a, as big a deal on the men's side this year as it has been on the women's side. The, the lady, I mean, you, the tech women did a better job taking care of the ball against Texas the other night than they have in the previous five games they lost on this losing skid. They'll play Cincinnati think tomorrow. That has a lot to do with the fact that they don't really play a true point guard. Could be, could and it could be, you know, um, you know, you're playing, you're not playing with your full lineup, so to speak, um, and maybe you've been trying to do a little bit too much, or you've been pressured, or. Yeah, but, but I mean, for the, the, if you were looking at this season compared to other seasons, the mm-hmm. Lady Raiders don't. You, wouldn't you say they sure, have, yeah. have more trouble with without turnovers, yeah. than in years past? Yeah, absolutely, right? and and, and, and unforced too. I mean, that's yeah. And you don't play a true point guard. You don't I mean, actually, tr- Chevalier plays sparingly. Yeah, right. And Moppin has the ball in her hands for the most part. Yeah, and she's a natural shooting Shooter. guard. Yeah, right. No, no, there's no question. And and the the challenge has been. Like you said, turnovers and really more, even more so, unforced turnovers where you just throw the ball the wrong way, or the player cuts the wrong way, or trying to do too much of trying to cut something in the in the middle that's not there. Ladies will play Cincinnati tomorrow. We'll have it for you at one thirty, two o'clock tip on one zero seven seven. Yes, FM. Jamie's question of the day is next. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Make sure you say home opening day. Yes, they, I'm sorry. They're, they have a 3-2 and two record. Yeah, no. They I, played five games. Home opener. I'm home sorry. opener. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kind of spin off a conversation we were just having about a, a few different things. So this is a fun little three-parter. Oh, man. That means we really got to listen to make sure we get all the questions. So take football, men's basketball, and baseball. Okay? You get to pick. Mm-hmm. You can go – so for for basketball and baseball, you're picking what you would want this for this year's team. For football, you're looking ahead to next year. Okay? Um, I want you get to pick a dominant position for each of those teams. You know, like uh, I want a running quarterback for the Tech football team. Whatever. Okay. I want a kicker who can kick it 80 yards. Okay. Okay. Whatever. All three. I want a point guard for our basketball team. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. Pick what you would want. A dominant player at their position for all three teams. For and again, all? Uh, and again, you're looking at the two teams right now in baseball and basketball. They're in season, and then you're looking ahead towards football. Okay. Man, I I want somebody to on your men's basketball team to to get hot from a three point shooting and just shooting standpoint. You know, I want I want somebody to get hot like where they're going to be forty percent shooter. You want a Davide Moretti? Yeah, I want I want Pop Isaac to become Davide Moretti. Yeah, there you go. Um, from a baseball standpoint, hmm. You know what? I want somebody to come in and shut them down, get you off, get you off the field and into the dugout and on the bus. So give me a a dominant closer that could come in with, uh, 
two out in the eighth, one out in the eighth, gets you two outs there, gets you three outs in the ninth. Okay? Shut the door. It's three to two. We're going to the eighth. Might see dink, dink, you know, see if so-and-so can get an out. Maybe, you know, the lefty-lefty matchup. And then we're going to the beast. We're going to the pin. Okay? Okay? (laughs) The beast. The beast. And then for football, I'd like specifically a healthy Baron Morton for 13 games. Okay. That's a different answer than I expected. That's a good one. That's good. Uh, we'll start with the the basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a Tariq Owens. I want a big man down low okay. that uh, if you want to get to the hoop, you've got to go through him. And going through him is not an easy thing to do. Even if you try to go over him, he's going to jump over you. You try to go around him, he's just still be in your way. Uh, that that I need a dominant big man like that, an athletic dominant big man down low. On the baseball side, I like Chuck's idea. I really do. That would be my second choice. Uh, but in baseball, the one thing you can never have enough of is starting pitching. And if I can get either a Friday or a Saturday night guy to replace your two that you've got and let everybody kind of shift around and just absolutely throw zeros for six innings every single time he's up, I will take that 10 times out of 10 uh, without hesitation. Uh, baseball season's long, and having a guy that can do that uh, that you add to your ro- your roster, it's never a bad thing. Uh, for football, um, LT is who I would want. Not LaDainian Tomlinson. Not LaDainian Tomlinson, no. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Give me a guy that affects the entire offense just by physically being on the defensive side. When every offensive player goes, he's right there. Every That's the guy that we've got to watch out for because he by himself will end this game. That's who I want. All right, I'll start with football, and I'm right with Jeff. I, I just want an edge rusher that teams have to be afraid of, mm. game plan for, um, that uh, can change the game for you by, you know, it's we just they just picked up seven on first down, but all of a sudden it's third and ten because he just sacked your quarterback, and now he gets to pin his ears back and go after him. I mean, that guy. I mean, I, I want that um, Javon curse coming off the edge, just freak of, you know, athletic ability. Just, I want him, okay? Um, for men's basketball, I, I just wanted, in, like, an enforcer, intimidator four, you know, guy that blocks shots, that's physical, that's rebounds, that, I mean, that just, you know, controls the lane, I like pairing him with Warren Washington because I like Washington's athleticism and all that kind of stuff. But if you had some big bad dude in there, <clears throat> big muscle bound, barrel chested guy that uh, barrel chested man, you drive the lane and you're afraid you're going to get put on your backside and ball comes off the rim and it's like you know, nobody's getting through that guy. That's who I want. Uh, not doesn't need the ball in his hands a whole bunch. Doesn't need you to run plays for him. Just be physical as a four. Yeah, I, and I don't need him to step out on the wing and shoot threes either. I don't need that. You know, that's that's a waste of time. He says I belong down here, down here in the in where the real battle is. Okay, uh, and for the baseball team, 
I want a about six, seven lanky lefty starter. Starter. Because okay? you start three right-handers. Okay. And if you have an ace, I want this guy to be an ace, okay? Because so, I can pick, right? I don't want him to be like third in your rotation. Mm-hmm. I want him to be your ace. I mean, if you pick an ace, that means everybody slides down a spot. So you just got better at every spot in your pitching rotation and, and your bullpen, whatever. Every Everybody just got better because you put him right at the top on a Friday night ace that just comes out and throws some funky arm angles. I was and, just getting ready to ask yeah, you about, does yeah. that give you the opportunity to talk about arm angles? Yeah, I mean, just... Side, under, over... Yeah. Chris you know. Sale kind of looking dude. Okay. Yeah, that's what I want for You baseball. guys are... You guys are getting awful greedy on the on the size and the and the of uh, of your. Well, I got team. to pick, right? No, but I mean, you got you got all these guys. You got seven footers over there. We don't. Almost. <laughs> I I probably do. <laughs> on the defensive end. Oh, seven footer. Well, I mean, I, I want skinny. I wanted Tariq Owens. I mean, he, that's a, a basketball. That tall. Do you think if you measured? Uh, um, give me about six five, six six defensive end. You think if you measured the Huffling kid in his name, Max? Max six nine. You think if you measured him with his spikes, like if he had good enough spikes that he he'd get to seven? Maybe if he was wearing those spikes that you aerate your lawn with. <laughs> it's only. Th- <laughs> he's tall, man. He's he's, he's up there. I, I'm, I'm guessing he's up he's, there, and he's out there too. <laughs> I'm guessing he's, he's. I'm guessing he's taller. I'm a than huge 6'9". fan. I think I've quickly. He's quickly become one of my favorites. Okay, good. Yeah. And he's a lefty too. Uh, like he lefty. I love that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Getting your sports day started the right way. The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. That, uh, that start of that song had a little H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff sound to it. A little bit. Maybe? Kind of? I don't know what that is. H.R. Puffin stuff. So it was a cartoon. I think you've changed the do to do. Do you? Yeah. It always used to be do do do. Yeah. And now you've gone to what is what was that one? HR puffin' stuff. HR puffin' stuff. Maybe it's different. I don't know. It's a little different. Hey, good morning, Jamie Litt and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning. Let's just listen to the beginning of that and see if that works. Hang on. He could be right. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm Do you have a HR puffin stuff? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. That's, okay. Well, right, well, that's not can, in our normal repertoire. You, you can search that. Bottom yeah. of your foot. Right. Uh, we come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio. It is a baseball basketball Friday presented by Abundance Energy with Jamie Lynn, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. We'll have baseball for you on this afternoon it's the home opener for the texas tech baseball team they take on texas southern 1 30 broadcast time two o'clock first pitch from dan law field at rip griffin park looks like it's going to be a beautiful day for baseball so you may want to get out there and have a little uh have a hot dog I haven't said that yet have a hot dog and a cold beer or coca-cola or whatever fits your fancy or you can even have an HR puffin stuff. You could. HR puffin See? Stuff. Push your bend when things get rough. HR 
who's your friend when things get rough? You get tough. Tough. That's how they no? No, I'm not buying that. And one. so what was HR Puffin stuff? Was uh, he like a superhero or it, uh, he was a uh was he a mouse? Was he No, a, he wasn't like, a mouse. Was a man? Think I want, like um I think he was Captain a Captain like, Kangaroo. I think he was a like puppet. Uh like a guy with a like a mascot would be a way to describe what he looks like. Yeah, he was giant uh, foam type head thing and H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff. He was a mayor and uh, other res- residents of Living Island to try to help young Jimmy shipwrecked and led others and led to their island escape the evil clutches of Witchy Poo, a zany witch who wants to steal Jimmy's talking flute for a collection of magical objects. Uh, Jamie, the way I would describe the way this show looks, nightmare fuel. HR Puff and stuff. If you're looking for a nightmare, this would be a great thing to watch just a few images of, and that will fuel your nightmares for quite some time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I read the strangest Marvel book to Boy Wonder last night. Was it Doctor Strange? Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was like... Imagine that Doctor Strange is a strange Marvel book. Yeah. I mean, it was, and it was talking about uh, the dreams and like nightmares and i'm like multiverse i was like gee many christmas it was one of the golden books i was just looking for a little we couldn't find on his bookshelf dragons love farts and there wasn't any i think all the curious george books are at our house and so he picks this other book and it's just like i couldn't even read all the words it's like and the four-year-old's supposed to understand this it's like man it seems awful dark for right before bedtime but it worked i guess I don't know if he you went down. Sleep? He went down. Yeah. Didn't have any nightmares. I don't know. Haven't gotten any reports today of of nightmares. So <laughs> uh, this uh, from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Puff and stuff had a big round head and looked like a weird, some weird dinosaur. He was yellow. Yeah. Uh, that deal sounds like it would be awesome to watch on LSD. That from Big Huey. Wow. That went dark awful quick. That's large, soft donuts, for those of you wondering what that stands for. Okay. Uh, I would think Chuck is an HR nightmare. Eh, not too much. Not no, too much. Chuck is, uh, is is completely harmless in the HR department because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he said. Okay. It's when he says some of the things he says when you know what they are that um, that's when the HR problem happens. Yeah. But if, you, if you're honestly just saying something that you think is right and then have no intent behind it oh, okay. that you just get a uh, Chuck that's not what that means as opposed to uh, Chuck we need to have a conversation uh, this hey Jamie any changes or updates to rip Griffin Park this year you want to talk about the scoreboard just a little bit there's a new scoreboard okay and um, it's larger mm-hmm. and so it's a video board too so uh, we'll all find out together what fun things they're going to be able to do with the video board Okay. I've, all I can tell you about is it's larger. I still have the, I still have the pitch clock there in center field because I think people really enjoy that. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think you guys enjoy it too. When I'm listening to the to the broadcast, I'll hear a wow. That was a 96 mile. Well, not maybe a, a wow, oh. but. Okay, you're talking about the radar gun. The radar gun. I'm sorry. I That's didn't mean the pitch, pitch clock. clock. Yeah. They enjoy watching a clock tick down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 I misspoke ever there. I even notice. Yeah. Yeah. 24, uh, the, 23, 22. The radar gun. But it's, 
Yeah, no, I, that's, yeah. that's something you like to, I mean, yeah. you, especially when a guy throws a fastball, you yeah. like to know how hard he's throwing. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D-Rock says this. Uh, that's why you listen to the show, D-Rock. Never in my life did I think I'd hear peaches by... President of the United States. That's the band name, the Presidents of the United States. Of America. And to the Republic for which it stands. Uh, compared to H.R. Puffin stuff, good grief. <laughs> this is why you listen, definitely. It's why you. Yeah. It's why you tune in. Yeah, I don't remember any. I don't know of any other changes, to be honest with you. Okay. No. Is this that, still uh, ninety feet to first base? Okay. Just asking. Yeah. No. I. You know. They could have changed. Sometimes they add a little idiosyncrasies to things, or they have you know different. Does the um. Okay, this is a really stupid question, but I mean, here this is what we. Does the, 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 you know, the building of the new, you know, air, area down there, does that change the wind at all? Or does it, it's probably not tall enough to affect anything blowing across left field or the outfield, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. okay. Same size as, or same height, I should say, as the former clubhouse. So. Yeah. What's yeah. in the former clubhouse? Well, a lot of it's tied. It, Got tied in together. Tied in together. Okay. Yeah. I just haven't been haven't been through that facility yet. All right. We're going to give away some tickets. We'll do that uh, next here this morning on the morning drive to uh, see the ball game today. So if you can use them, uh, if you need an excuse, excuse, excuse to get out of uh, work today, maybe you can take a customer, and that way it's that way it's all good. Or maybe you're the customer and you have somebody you want to take, and uh, you know to your your favorite salesperson. Hey, let's go to the ball game today. Because generally speaking, around here, the way it works is if you have a customer that wants to go to a ball game, you, you go to the ball game and enjoy and just develop relationships and have good conversation and hot dogs and popcorn and cold beers. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.